This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. What's up, you beautiful people? Oh, beautiful people. Thanks beautiful for still people. listening. Come into my life for episode 48. Oh, that's a good song. Isn't it? Yeah, an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah, as they say. Beautiful Well, people. welcome in. I hope you guys have had a great few days since we last caught up. Yeah. Uh, I've been back home. Oh, I just had my birthday. Oh, yeah. It was really Happy fun. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was really fun. Yeah, we went out for dinner, went to my favorite restaurant. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I um, Noticeable things about this birthday for me, Ooh, since, since you're asking, Yeah. Were, <laughs> we all want to know. Were, um, for me, I've, I've found the last few birthdays like a little bit stressful. I find it a bit stressful. Like I've got a, lots of friends and family and everyone wants to do something and it's like, it's all a bit much. And I noticed uh, this birthday, I didn't feel, I didn't feel that same pressure. I was free just to like create the birthday weekend that I wanted. And it just rolled out so beautifully. Like I, I, it was everything I wanted. I couldn't have had a more fun, uplifting birthday. Yeah. It was so good. good. Yeah. yeah. It was really relaxed for you, wasn't it? You just, it was no big plans. And then yeah. that just all happened. That's right. Unfolded. It all unfolded exactly, exactly how I wanted it. Mm. And gosh, that felt good. Mm. Mm. So celebrating that, I'm 38. We did a round on at brunch on Saturday morning of how old do you feel? Oh, that old chestnut. That was kind of fun. Mm. For me, it's 30. Right. Yeah. So I, I turned 38 on uh, my birthday, and yeah, I just noticed like I don't feel 18. I don't feel sort of young and. Like I'm just starting out my life. I I don't feel sort of 24 like I'm, you know, that was when I was just starting my career and I was getting some traction and I was ambitious. I don't feel that feeling. I feel like I have some wisdom. I feel quite calm and content with who I am and in my body and mm. and I'm just sort of enjoying life. And that feels like 30. Mm. You know, I feel like there's lots more to come. I have lots to give, but I don't feel like a really intense ambitious pressure mm. that I felt in my 20s. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, good question. How about you? Ask yourselves, people. Ask yourselves. How old do you feel? Um, because you're only as old as you feel. I, th- I love that saying. It's so true, though. Yeah, and it feels true. My boyfriend said uh, he's 24, and he said he feels 28. Oh. He said he doesn't have that. He feels sort of a bit more established, you know, he's... And I was like, oh, that's so fascinating. Like there's only a two-year age gap in how we feel because mm. there's obviously like 13 years between us, which mm. people always say, oh, how does it go? It doesn't – we've never never felt it, this never works. mentioned it. It's not a com- – it just works. Yeah. And I think it's because we feel actually two years apart from each other. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Yeah, I think that's normally the case too in the um, in the relationships with a bigger age gap. Yeah, that's how people come together. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel I used to feel eighteen for a very long time. Yeah. I'm fifty five, so I was gonna say something silly like I feel sixty five, but that's just not true. No. I feel when you asked me the other day I said twenty eight. I like what you said about thirty. Um, yeah, I feel like I've got a lot more. I feel young enough to enjoy myself, but no pressure from being younger. How does it feel like you you're getting into everybody knows that listens, you're getting into um coaching around polarity and relationship communication and stuff like that Mm. which is awesome but you're effectively starting a new career at 55 oh true so that must feel like invigorating and youthful 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than going, oh, you know, at a company at 55, you might be getting your gold watch, you know, <laughs> and going, oh, thanks for your service. Yeah, you know, when true. When you're thinking about retiring, that's yeah. when those conversations probably start. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to believe, actually, Isn't it? 55. It's ridiculous. But um, to be honest, I've been in a 20-year apprenticeship yeah. <laughs> when it comes to relationships. Um, I've done a lot of relating and all parts of that. So uh, it does feel like um, it is a new career, you're right, but it feels really, really good because I'm starting to understand it and I'm starting to know what I'm talking about. I can feel the difference. Um, It's working amazing in my relationship, my new relationship, and I'm coaching a lot of women at the moment and they really get it and it's uncomfortable and I'm sorry about that, but what we... It turns out what we need in relationship, and it turns out in any relationship, but definitely in an intimate relationship or a romantic relationship, we need a different way of relating. We need a different communication. And so I'm really loving that, being able to share that. And for women to, and some men to go, shit, can I actually do that? I don't think I could do that. It's mm. so difficult. And so when I was, my the male version is being more dominant. And that goes right up against my nice guy, people-pleasing shit. You know, all that appeasing and trying to do the right thing, say the right thing, it's it's fucked. I just, I'm so sick of that. Yeah. So sick of not speaking my truth and being myself and now helping others to do that is so rewarding. Mm. Yeah, so I feel very, very lucky. That's awesome. I, I was talking to a new client uh, during the week. And he was saying, I could see for him, you know, he he was struggling with his masculine. For him, he he wasn't connected to his feelings, his feminine energy. Mm. It's very close up, very logical. And even he could see it. And we were sort of talking through the impact that's had on his relationships and stuff. And even mm. it's not just your relationships, it's your impact to just be in life. If you yeah. can't feel people and you're just sort of an intellectual robot. Yeah, well, you can't feel yourself first. You can't feel yourself. That's the worst bit. That's right. And... The way it presented for him is he's really craving connection right now. He's going mm. through a really challenging time in his life and he's trying to explain to people how challenging it is and how much he's struggling and suffering and they're just offering solutions and advice and analyzing it. Analyzing it because mm. he's trying to he's his only tool is to try and explain how hard life is intellectually. But you can't really feel it. He doesn't it doesn't look like life's hard. It doesn't feel like he's struggling. So people mm-hmm. just go, Oh, okay, oh that's interesting. Well, have you tried reading this book? You know, and they, they just meet him where he's at. And so he's really he's like, Oh, I just need people to feel me. I need connection. I need to, you know, feel hurt. I'm so feel uh and actually he needs that for himself. Yeah. He first. actually needs to find a way to see himself and feel himself. Yeah. So that he can give that to himself. He needs. He's actually craving the connection with himself. Um, Beautifully said. But interestingly enough, when I brought up, I said I started talking about masculine, feminine. I said, "Oh, is that da 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 masculine energy? Do you think da da you hear feminine energy?" And he said, "Oh, are you talking about like toxic masculinity and stuff like that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a really interesting." Yeah, he said, "Are you, are you, are you talking about toxic masculinity and society's idea about what men should be?" Wow. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh." It's a really interesting way that you phrase that. It's very charged. Um, and what I felt in that moment is, yeah, we've actually, 
gone too far the other way and we're starting to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. We're going, there was a few toxic men out there and so now we should have no men. Yeah. Yeah. So this, like, yeah, it's like, what's that um, thing where it's like bringing a um, knife to a sword fight? <laughs> it's not the right one. <laughs> but it's like, it's trying to open a nut with a hammer or whatever, you know, it's like it's, yeah, these analogies are terrible and I apologize yeah. for that in advance for wasting the last 15 seconds trying I to think of those terrible analogies. Yeah. <laughs> They're so bad. Um, but yeah, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, if I was to use yeah, that metaphor, one, that, that work. one worked. Yeah. Why was I trying to find different Well, ones? we're throwing all men out <laughs> and the ability to be a strong, uh, yeah. dominant man, not domineering, but a strong man, powerful in his leadership and wanting to do great things in yeah. the world. We're throwing that out because of some toxic, toxic masculinity. That's yeah, right. which we talked about is toxic is when there's not enough of the feminine, you know, because we have both and it's just that percentage. But if you have, if you're just all masculine, it's just like drive, conquer, do, create, steamroll, no, steamroll. Yeah, yeah, that's toxic. And it's like you and I had that conversation yesterday, where it's like it's interesting that that sort of work that we're looking at it's actually helping both women find their feminine again, yeah, and find men find their feminine again. It's a lot of the work. Because both, there's a common societal thing, and you might check in with this with yourself, of feeling like we don't like weakness and we associate the feminine energy, which is, um, you know, uh, more vulnerable, more playful, not so driven, a little bit more in the moment and present and not always striving and ambitious. Yeah, caring. It's yeah. a bit pathetic and a bit weak in our society. It's not really contributing. It's not, we don't value it. So mm. neither men or women really want to lean into that. Yeah, great point. That's right. So men need a bit of it and women. So they can feel themselves. Yeah. And they can feel the woman and feel anyone. Yeah. Connect to people. Yeah. Feel their humanity. Yeah. And in the case of your um, guy that you were talking to the other day, he's trying to express all these new things to his friends, but birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So that's the uncomfortableness is that, hey, they've seen him a certain way. He's been very analytical. He's a pilot, I think. Yeah. And um, now he's like, nobody can feel me. But if he came to a different group and started speaking like this, it would be kind of more instant. Mm. So, yeah, that's what we're up against. In a, well, in also, a, if he came to a different a group that was really in their feminine or really strongly in their feelings, he would struggle to connect with them. Yeah. Because he'd be trying to talk to them from his head and they'd be like, whatever, man, just chill, like yeah. drop in, drop in, just feel. enjoy the moment, go with the music flow let stuff come up and he would not know how to do that that would feel uncomfortable yeah that's right and what i love about this work is um when you do drop into your body there's always a message it always says something yeah if you take the time and sometimes it can be 30 seconds or it could be 10 minutes Mm. but the body is full of wisdom we've already we've always been running from the head yep think this do that connect that make sure this that you know, in this order, but sometimes you drop into the body and it's just like, I don't want to do that. I think it's important to look at our society too. And like, we are so busy because mm. uh, life's hard, you know, it's cost a million dollars just to find a dwelling to live in, mm. you know? So it's like, when you look at just 
existing now. Existing is such a stressful prospect just to go, fuck, I have to find a job that's going to pay me enough just so I can house myself in a reasonable location. Mm. And so that drives so much strategizing and thinking and, you know, it's just almost a necessity of the the these places that we've created where if you were living in a more sort of peaceful, nature-based um, communal Community. society, mm. you wouldn't be driven into your head constantly mm. to try and survive. It'd be, you would be a lot easier to drop in, but that's just not the reality in our world right now. So people are so frantic. They're so in their heads. They're so disconnected. They're having to constantly problem solve, strategize to survive. Yeah. Great point. It's and really the, challenging. And the reason we're talking about this is any kind of transformation is going to need a different take on it consciousness a yeah. different consciousness which is slowing down looking at things holistically uh from the body why am i doing this what am i doing how do i feel about it because um surviving or just like you say trying to get things done so that i can have my basic needs met I, we've been there we've done, been doing that forever and it's like a rat wheel <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Hamster wheel. Hamster wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I like rat wheel. I like rat wheel. Yeah. yeah. TM. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, wouldn't it be interesting to notice as, as more and more people drop in to their bodies and drop back into their feelings, their heart, and, and spend more time there, what society we can start creating from that place? Yeah. As more people get sick and tired of being sick and tired going around and around in their heads and mm. thinking and uh exhausting and getting burned out you know when they finally get sick of that yeah exactly what we can create that's transformation that's what we're looking at it isn't really it? is mm. jason and nathan so what's been going on for you this week well that was a big intro by the way was <laughs> halfway through <laughs> the episode um Working with my coach, again, we, we spoke a couple of episodes ago about I'm working on marketing messages and, and you know, you guys, are, I think, are on the same page about, like, how do you find marketing? How do you market in a way that feels good to your soul? How do you connect with the people you want to sell to in a way that feels really good and feel really aligned? And so I've been working with my coach around that. She's really, really good at that kind of thing. That's mm. sort of her specialty. But I've got stuck in this place so many times in my business where I know – one, one, I think one truth that a lot of people need to understand in business is most people don't know who you are. Yeah. The reality is motion recruitment right now, majority of people, even in this city, have yeah. no idea who you are. No. They've never heard of you. Or what we do. Or what you do. Or what we do differently. But because we're in it all day, talking about it in it, in the office, seeing it, putting out ads, we think, God, people must be sick about hearing about us. Yeah. <laughs> all we go on about is us. Yeah. But the reality is that's not true. Yeah. Good you know? point. And so I've often felt um, with marketing, it's like, oh, I just don't want to be talking about myself so much and putting the stuff out. It's just like it must be overwhelming for people. But the reality is it's not. I don't <laughs> I hardly do any. So You've been doing a lot lately or more Yeah, recently, leaning into it as part of this work. It's really good. I'm um, enjoying it. And I'm noticing like it's it's got really challenging. It's got really challenging to write the content and that's where I've often given up. Mm. It's got to the point where it's like, oh, why do I have to do this? Like, I don't want to write. I'm not good at writing. I don't like it. I don't, it's annoying. It feels inauthentic. And just get really whiny about it and then give up and that doesn't work either. So I'm in a place where I'm like really up against mm. my shit, mm. you know, 
And, and this is what comes first, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, this is, is commonplace. This is the breakthrough that I'm creating. Yeah. And for me, I guess if I was to call it, if I was to label the breakthrough, it would be a breakthrough in, in creating content with ease that attracts the people that I want to attract. Yeah, and authentically being you. I think you mentioned that before, where you can just, yeah, you know, speak it. Yeah. Because oftentimes it's felt like, I, I can talk about me and my journey to the cows come home, hence this podcast, but when I have to actually translate my journey and my coaching work into what it does for people and how it can impact them and what product I'm selling to do that, that starts to feel a bit inauthentic mm. or it feels a bit scripted or like I'm trying to force people to buy something and that's the challenging part. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. And so working with my coach yesterday, she's like, oh, she helped me see that there's a way that I can share the impact on people and what it does in a way that still feels authentic. Mm, mm. It doesn't have to be scripted. It feels very natural. Um, and so that's the part I'm leaning into, but it still feels really challenging. And when I'm writing, I can't quite get it right. So then some perfectionism comes in and I don't want to release something that doesn't feel perfect mm, or mm. right. So I get, I'm getting really stuck lots of the time and then I get really angry and frustrated and then I get anxious oh this business is not going to work anymore because I'm not you know it all piles on and I just noticed as we were talking about this before the show that um, I made a decision as a child that I would never do stuff I don't want to do oh right I will never do things that I don't want to do and I think it's if I had to think back maybe you can relate to this it was around it was probably like I can sense it's around high schoolish, and it was sitting in class, you know, being forced to sit in class that I wasn't into, I had no interest in, I wasn't connected to, and it just it didn't make any sense to me to be sitting in math class going, I'm not good at this, I'm not, I don't need this, I don't even know why I'm here. This is kind of excruciating, mm. but I'm sort of forced to be here, mm. but no one can really tell me why. And so I think I made the decision in those moments to go, I'm ne- once I live my own life, I'll never go through stuff I don't need to go through or don't want to go through. Mm. I'll only do stuff that feels really natural and really good. Is that your earliest memory of that? I think so, yeah. Because mm. if I think about like, if I think about sort of pre-high school, life was all pretty rosy. Mm. You know, lots of playing with friends, just school was really fun. I went to a great primary school that just was a ball of fun, you know. And then it was, and I even remember like, um, I have the same thing with waiting. My mum would pick me up after school, uh, but she didn't finish school till like five o'clock. But school finished at like 3.30. Huh. So I'd have to wait. Everyone was sort of gone, bar a few people. I have to wait till five o'clock. And I remember thinking, I'm never going to put myself into a position where I have to wait again. Mm. So I'm always late. I'm always late for everything because I never want to be the one waiting for five minutes for the other person to turn up. Oh, is that why that is? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's the same kind of energy. We're all it's waiting for like, you. Yeah. That's right. So it's like this whole energy from school of like being forced to be put into positions constantly that I didn't want to be in and going, well, when I've got my own life, I'm I'm, a, I'm not waiting. I'm not doing stuff I don't want to do. Mm. So that's... Mm. And that generally sounds, it's a pretty good philosophy, generally. Mm. But it has its limits. Like, in this moment, it's like, I'm up against, 
if I want to create the business and life that I desire, mm. I have to do some things that I don't want to do. There's yeah, no so way now, around it. Now it's not serving you. There's that's no right. way around it. Yeah. And so now it's not serving me, and that's really challenging. That's really challenging. So how do you have a breakthrough in that? Just push through, is it? Or, um, Yeah, I mean, definitely not pushing through because that doesn't work. That's, mm. You just burn out. Mm. But um, I think understanding that, like, understanding what's going on, first of all, like the awareness of like, oh, this is me just not wanting to do stuff that I don't want to do. Um, so it's like, what's my relationship to things that I don't want to do? What does that even mean? And it's like, what it really means is like, I don't like when things get hard. Mm. I don't like, I don't like when things get hard and I, I'm forced to face those things. Whereas like when things get hard, I'll often go, okay, well, I'll find a different strategy. I'll come over here. I'll see who I can help. I'll change direction. But here's a moment where I have to stay in a hard thing. Mm. Yeah, I can relate. Mm. Yeah. And that, that's that's so it's triggering me. So how it feels is like I'm I, I I'm frustrated in my body. Like I get hot in my head and sweaty, and I um you know I just I'm squirmy, I'm really <laughs> squirmy in my mm. body. Like I'm oh just when I'm I'm so trapped in this, I'm trapped in this feeling. Mm. Like oh why why are we having to stay here? Just get me out of this. And so it's just noticing that. So I'm not pushing. I'm just being with. The experience. What's and happening? Aware. What am I yeah. feeling? Oh, mm. God, this feels awful to have to stay here. And noticing that all that's being asked of me is to write some <laughs> write some content that feels aligned and authentic to connect with the people I want to help. Mm. And because it gets a bit challenging, I squirm. Mm. Yeah, that's great. So that's where I'm at. I don't have I'm not I haven't had the breakthrough. I'm in the, I'm in the breakdown more than anything. Yeah, right. Which is what happens first, right? When anything's being, a possibility's being created. We've talked about this a lot. So now you want to break through that, you're up for it, and so it's all in your face. Yeah, and that's when you, that is how the process goes. When you say you want to break through in something, eventually you have to face the thing that you've been avoiding that hasn't given you the breakthrough. Mm. And that will generally be a breakdown. So like what we do in coaching is we say, stop running away from the dragon, turn and face it. Mm. So what's the dragon in this example? Is it that you're not... Doing stuff I don't want to do. Doing stuff you don't want to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go a little bit deeper because it's... Yeah. Because it's, it's like... Writing in particular, it's like... Yeah, it's 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 triggering. Yeah, is it like you're not good at it or you're not worthy enough to speak this truth or is there any other? It's, I'm frustrated because it's like I want it to flow. Yeah. And it and it's sort of and I I also know that I can do it, but it doesn't you know, like the 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 the, the right way to do it, quote unquote, would be to just write shit. Mm. Until good stuff came out, yeah. But that's, I even find that really challenging, you know. And that I get frustrated that the good stuff's not coming out. So it's like it's a version of perfectionism, but that's not quite the right word. It's like a 
Or I can feel some fear of not looking good or getting it right. Yeah. Because I would, I'd have the same thing there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, um, it's just, it's really wanting to, oh, I can actually, I can feel in a squash sometimes too, you know, when I'm like, I know what to do and I know how the game's meant to go and I'm not doing it or I'm mishitting it or I'm, it's like, ugh, like you know what you need to do and, you know, like just do it. Mm. And it's like, but I can't. And there's like a real, there's a real pain of inadequacy. Mm. That's what it is. There's Mm. a real pain of like, I can't. Why am I so inadequate in this moment? Why haven't I learned this? Mm. Why isn't this flowing? Why isn't it coming through? Yeah, I'm 38. Mm. I feel like 30. (laughs) But why isn't this, why haven't, why am I 38 and I can't sit here and write something? Yeah, and it's, it it triggers the inadequacy, the not good enough, and that makes it feel painful. And I want to wriggle away from that pain. Wow, I don't want to stay in that pain. Yeah, wow. Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean thank you for the space. It was really helpful. Yeah. So it's really it's 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 being with the pain of like being an inadequate writer. Wow. Knowing that I have to, I have to write to have the impact I want. Mm. Mm. And you and I've said this so many times. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's how, what I want it's how I understand life to work is that we're all born with a destiny, but that destiny is always on the other side of our biggest fear. Yeah. hundred percent. So like I have, a fear of well not a fear but I have a deep belief of that I'm inadequate I'm not good enough I'm not worthy and I'm having to cross that bridge every day at the moment mm. you know to actually create what I want wow hmm. thanks for going there and doing that Whew. yeah that wow was a deep dive for was me. a deep dive I can see it mm. no one else can see but it's written all over your face but it's like I've just mined right down into the depths of my chest. Yeah. And I've, you know, like into a mime in the dark and mined yeah. into it. Like I've released something in there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Like I've got, I've found some truth in there for me. Wow. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the, um, you know, the looking, isn't it? So if anyone else was up against something or having that awareness of when, like I'm stopped, well, they're stopped is like looking and going, yeah, why? What is it? What is the uncomfortable? Well, I guess we all want to do what I'm trying to do, which is squirm away. Yeah. We all want to turn away. Yeah, it feels very familiar. Mm. Like um, retreat to comfort zones, um, give up rather than stay in that resistance mm. and in that discomfort. But like what you're saying is that when you do stay there and keep looking, keep acknowledging it, what is here? What am I up against? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And just being with it. Yeah, I could cry. That's so good. Yeah. Well done, you. It's like that. You've never cried on a show, by the way. Yeah. And (laughs) it's pause on recording. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that I've I've said this analogy before, but it's it's worth repeating a hundred times about when a caterpillar comes up to a an obstruction on a branch, they have three options. 
they can either try and force their way through that obstruction somehow, break through it. Right. They can give up and turn around and just do something else. Yeah. Or they can sit and stare at the obstruction long enough that eventually they turn into a butterfly and fly over it. Oh, wow. Haven't heard that one before. Yeah. It's one of my favorite analogies. And I've tried the other two options 57 times yeah, with right. writing content as I've tried to force myself through this frustration mm. and pain and then burned out and hated my business. Yeah. I've turned around and tried something else. I've hired people to do it. I've tried to avoid. Yeah, I've seen you know, all of these. Tried yeah. to go on podcasts instead of writing and, you know, everything different. And now this process that we just went through together is like me sitting with it and mm. just sitting with that obstruction and going, huh, I know everything I want is on the other side of this. I'm uh, Forcing myself through it doesn't work. I'm not going to give up on it. So I'm just going to have to sit and and be with this obstruction. Yeah, wow. Until something else that I don't know. That's yeah. the beauty of transformation and breakthroughs. We don't actually know what they look like yeah. until we've had them. We just sit until something emerges. And that's the most uncomfortable thing to do. Oh, yeah. Actually, because now you feel like you're doing nothing. Oh, God. And Who isn't that to triggering that? to all of us? Yeah. But, you know, as my client said to me, I don't, I'm not going to be a couch potato. Yeah. When I said just just sit and be with yourself. <laughs> One of the most up. powerful things you can do is actually just sit and be with something. Yeah. It's something we do so um, not very often. Well, yeah, and forgive yourself for finding that challenging. Yeah. Be kind to yourself for not that not being easy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Know? I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, this feels like a good place to end. We're at the... 30-minute mark, which is nice. It's a little bit earlier than we normally finish, but I feel like it's a good lesson. I guess if I, you know, you and I probably harp on about sitting with your feelings, sitting with, yeah. we go on about it so much, everyone's probably bored of it, but hopefully just by seeing me actually feel into where I'm doing that right now, maybe that gives you a better feeling or example of what it looks like to yeah. explore. Yeah, and I'd love to hear how it landed for people or if they can resonate yeah. with that, if they find themselves that little caterpillar staring at something, um, acknowledging it, bringing awareness to it, and then sitting in that discomfort. Yeah. Because sitting around waiting to be a butterfly, it's not going to be easy. No. Yeah. So I'd love to... Um, Same. Well, maybe you can message us. Message us in the group or reach out to, to either Jason or myself directly. And I'm always happy to have a conversation. If you guys want to jump on a call, if you're feeling like you're up against something and you want to actually see what Jason just did for me is just hold space, ask questions, work through it. Um, if any of you want to do that, because you can see you're up against something and you know there's something really beautiful on the other side of it. We're both happy to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode. That was the transformation bros with Jason and Nathan. 